I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid of Beautiful people, beautiful people What's happening with you? What's happening? Welcome to Public Comment That is the name of this podcast Yes, Public Comment I am your boy, Smith. What's happening? Welcome, welcome. We are in the last month of this year, of 2021. Look how, man, if that's not, if, if, if it's not going fast for you, then I'm not sure what clock you on, but I'm like, damn. This year also, I, I Look back really quick. Let your mind go back. Flip back the roller decks and go back to, what, the end of February, the beginning of March 2020, and just look at the world then and and my goodness wow the entire world shut down literally for like two weeks um and 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 you know the sky was falling the locust was coming uh your flames was coming out the sea and look at us now we're still here we're we're, we're trying to still to still come to grips and 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 bring normal uh whatever that word might you know however you define normal uh, look what that has turned into and how we're still trying to figure some things out as we go. But real spill, real spill. Kudos to the people that's out there uh, still trying to live their very best life, the best they can and live a normal life. With that being said, welcome to the show again. You know how I rock. You know where to find me. Facebook, IG, Twitter. Reach out, leave uh, some some feedback good bad indifference whatever the case is um i'm not looking to make friends i got enough of those shout out to my real bros uh that's been rocking with me way before this even came about way before even i even know who i was they was just there because that's what real cats do so shout out to you for that one um man uh before i again climate change may not be real to some folks but uh one of the worst um tornadoes just uh ravaged parts of this country a few days ago uh many many lives were lost many many lives were impacted um near and far uh in in the middle part of this country so i just wanted to make sure that i verbalize uh you know my sorrow and my grief for those families um and and, and man i'm just hoping for a better day um, and then some healing to come their way to those families affected. You know, the one thing I will take and I had to share is because, you know, you just, we, man, one, uh, for the most part, we probably take life for granted. You know, we get up, we work, we send our uh, offsprings off to school, hoping that they succeed and are safe and healthy. And then, you know, we want to make sure our loved ones are good. And then we just kind of, you just take life for granted. We underestimate some things. Like you see some things and you hear something, oh, it's raining over there. It's snowing over here. Earthquake over there. Tidal wave over here. Typhoon over there. Whatever the case is, right? And then, man, I'm telling you, I heard a story about this particular tornado. And it said a young boy. Now, they didn't give his age, but I'm assuming it was adolescence, maybe. 
was found a quarter mile from his home. The, the, the wind picked this young person up and carried him a quarter mile, a quarter mile. Like he was with his fam and, and then all of a sudden here comes this mother nature, this power, this uncontrollable force and, and sweeps this young person away. You know, and as a father, you know, that's your worst nightmare. And as a, um, a mother, I'm, as a parent, I'm sorry, as a parent, you know, that's your worst nightmare um, that you cannot, you know, save or protect your children. So that really hit me. That really hit me. And, you know, I just want to make sure that, hey, you got loved ones, man. Tell them you love them, man. Or hug them and hang out, whatever the case is. I don't know. You know, but uh, wow. You know, life is precious. Life is precious. So thank you for, man, I had to get that out. Uh, man, those people. Yeah, you know, we're all humans. I don't care where you live, what color you are. I mean, we're all humans, and, you know, that's not cool. So um, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, um, man, I, I'm, I'm still befuddled off that that little tiny person who's swept away. Um, I just want to get really quick, uh, you know, we, we again, thank you uh, for my supporters. Uh, man, the money is, is, is appreciated for my uh, supporters that constantly give. Help out with the show. Uh, I'm looking to do some bigger things next year. I don't know what that entails, but you know, I just want to touch some more people, help some more people, educate some more people. So I'm, I'm looking on some different things there. Um, if you know any um, authors, black authors, black women authors, that would be magnificent. Send them to me. I would love to give them a shout out, possibly buy uh, some of their products because I think it's uh, valuable. With that being said, let me get on to today's sponsor. Um, you may know her, you may know of her, you may have heard of her. They may have talked about her maybe once or twice in your history class, maybe not at all. Um, but her born name, her born name, Isabella Bomfrey. Isabella Bomfrey. Probably known better as, to most of you, Sir Joyner Truth. Sir Joyner Truth, right? Um, this particular lady, um, man, powerful black women, man. They, we need, I mean, we can't just say names in school and, and expect that to stay and, 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 and sink in. And we got to have multiple days to talk and to take uh, deep dives into these people. Um, I mean, you, you read about, uh, the, 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 the white presidents and then on that top, you read them, you see a movie, you see a sideshow, uh, you go a whole two days talking about what they did, their accomplishments. Um, then we have holidays for these people off. And then there's these days and then we sensationalize them, but we don't sensationalize other folks. And that's a shame. And that's why <laughs> we you keep waiting for white folks to argue over critical race theory. We teach our own kids, man. Teach our own kids about these and let them sink in and sensationalize to so join the truth. Um, born as Isabella Bomfrey, uh, this young lady, this magnificent soul, was born into slavery in upstate New York, uh, somewhere around the 1800s. Um, I would try to find the actual date, but I couldn't find any, um, and that's unfortunate. Uh, but she was born into slavery. Uh, she managed to walk away from slavery after being denied by her owner. Um, after he said that she would, she, she, she walked away. Um, and then two years later, she won a court case to recover her son who was he, he, being, uh, held illegally in bondage. Uh, she became the first to do such a thing. And then she went on 
to write some of her memoirs. And the funny, it's not funny, the where we are today about the whole critical race theory and white folks arguing uh, about what it does and how it may manipulate some things. Uh, you know, this young lady wrote her memoirs and her words were actually manipulated by white writers and journalists to make it sound and make it feel and transpose it to what they uh, deciphered it as. So, you know, that's just it. Typical, typical white society trying to control the narrative. And that's why that whole critical race theory is absolutely hilarious to me, because, again, it goes to controlling the narrative. This woman wrote about bondage, about being a black woman in bondage. Uh, and then some other white person random wants to uh, uh, transpose it and, and dissect it and and rewrite it to what they thought was appropriate come on man get the fuck out of here that shit just pisses me off sorry about that. but i had to i mean because again this is this is 1800s we talking about now we in 2021 and we still talking about people trying to control what black folks <laughs> come on man come on when is enough enough when we decide and when we say and when we stop allowing others to control that narrative that's when enough is going to be enough you feel me man go check out so join the truth and figure out and learn on your own and stop waiting for someone else to tell you what you can and cannot teach your children the truth is out there we just got to put some effort into finding it and then it's not really it takes a lot of effort my mother told me this when i was young and i didn't really understand and i gotta say you want to hide stuff or there's stuff in there you don't want black folks to know put it in a book we won't read it god damn it if she wasn't right I hated reading. I didn't like English. I got a what a D and a C in English, and I didn't like it. No one enforced it, you know. And even though she said that, I didn't take heed to what it is. Man, the the shit is in there. We just got to go find it. We got to read it, and then we got to understand it, and then um, take that and grow with it and move further. You know, a lot of the laws that entrap us are in books. We don't know that, or what we do, we just don't take the time to put the energy in there to go learn those laws. You know, how many young bros, I, I know there's I know there's other folks, but I just want to because that's the population majority. How many young bros is incarcerated as we speak because they took a plea deal because they took a plea deal, not knowing that the prosecution didn't even have a, a case, but what they were throwing out there as possible maximum uh uh, incarcerated times, they throw a plea deal. And now you just say, oh, okay, well, I'll take the plea deal because I ain't trying to do this and that and that. But not even knowing that, they might not even have a credible uh, lawsuit against you. They don't even have a punishment or a crime. They're just throwing out numbers to scare you to take a plea deal. We don't even know the law. So again, and that's all I'm going to share this with you before I get into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, please check out Sojourner Truth. Uh, uh, about the plea deal and about uh, our numbers incarcerated. And I know I haven't gotten to it this a lot, but I just want to say this. Um, I asked plenty of people in my circle and others that are not in my circle. Have you ever been taught or were you ever taught law in school from K through 12? From K through 12 in public education, have, have you or were you ever taught anything about law? All resounding, no, 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 100%, no, 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 including myself, no, no, no. But every single day, you were told to be a law-abiding citizen. 
to fuck. So you want me to be a law by a citizen, but you ain't going to teach me the law. Hmm. Okay. So, um, that's a whole different story and I'll get out of that one day, but I mean, just let that sink in, let that resonate, let that resonate. All right. And that goes to what we're saying about education. You know, the state of California in 2018, 2019, 55% of their high school graduates, that's a very loose term graduate or, or word, uh, graduated with less than 55% proficiency in English and math, less than 55% uh, proficiency, proficient in English and math. But you want us to be a law by the city. You don't teach us that. If we don't even know English and math to the full extent, how are we going to be uh, uh, educated on how to be a law by a system? Come on, man. It's a game, people. It's a game. And if we don't get into the, to these rules and understanding this game, it's going to continue to uh, to be that uh, that 15 ton elephant on our back. We carry around. Let's get on to the L cap. Let's get on to the L cap. I told you it's long. It's uh, it's it's mind-boggling it's confusing it's frustrating uh we left off um on um uh a and b of number three which talked about parent involvement family engagement um and then you know they're saying it's out there it sounds good but again are we actively talking about it 24 7 as we should because as we left off and as i, I pointed out uh, on number three b you know it says notwithstanding uh, to make efforts to contact parents who engage parents uh, just through school district and other school sites and activities, but outside of that, outside of that. Okay, so that's what we have to understand. Now, moving on, um, outside of educating, because that was three and three uh, A and three B was talking about the parent or the family. Now we move on to four, which is pupil achievement. As and I'm, I'm reading this verbatim, pupil achievement as measured by all of the following as applicable. That's a that's a that's a that's a phrase, right? Applicable. So, I mean, is it is it uh, does it apply? Does it apply to you? Who does it apply to if it's applicable? Right. Oh, that's a fancy word. Applicable. More legalese right here. Right. Right. Right in front of your face. Right. And so that's for pupil achievement. Like I said, following is applicable under a statewide assessments verbatim. I'm reading this statewide assessments administered pursuant to Article four, uh, commencing with Section six zero six four zero of Chapter five of Part thirty three of any subsequent assessment as certified by the state board. Whoa, if that's not a tongue twister. So for a says statewide assessments administered pursuant to Article four, commencing with Section six zero six four zero of Chapter five of Part thirty three or any subsequent assessment as certified by the state board. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, and I'm just as new as this LCAP as you are. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get answers to this. Um, so I'm trying to figure out statewide assessments administered pursuant to Article four, Section six zero. 640. Okay. 0640 uh, of chapter five of part 33. Now, are they talking what, what chapter five of what, what, what are we talking about of the ed code? I mean, you know, is there a different, you know, uh, 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 what do they call that? Um, supplemental, uh, uh, enforcement rules we need to, to, to go by here. Okay. I don't want to get caught up in that because we still got we get so much here. Um, that was A. So B is so that's statewide assessment. Okay, pupil achievement based on statewide assessment pursuant to uh, that thing 
certified by the state board. Remember, I talked about who's on this board, who's on this board, and where they get these assessments from, who's administering these assessments. What are these, what's the assessments uh, algorithm? You know, where do they get it from? Moving on to B, the percentage of pupils who have successfully completed courses that satisfy the requirements for entrance to the University of California and the California State University, two different things. So B says the percentage of pupils who have successfully completed courses that satisfy the requirements for entrance to the University of California and the California State University, the percentage of pupils. And what pupils are we talking about? How far are we going back to 1900, 1970s, 1930s, 1820s? 2010, where are we talking about the percentage of uh, pupils um, who have successfully completed courses that satisfy the requirements for the entrance to the University of California and the uh, California State University? So understand this, the University of California system and the California State University system each have their own entrance uh, entrance requirements, okay? Um, If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the UCs, you need a 3.0 uh, GPA, and I think uh, Cal State, you need a 2.5 uh, with certain requirements under your A through G. That A through G is a, you know, math, science, or a lot of like, that's what it means, right? So we're looking at the percent, or they're uh, allegedly looking at the percentage of pupils who have successfully completed uh, the courses that satisfy the requirements for either one of these entities, either it's the UC or the uh, state of California university system, um, which still, um, I mean, that's very general. That's very vague. And again, when, where, how far are we going back? What percentage of the pupils are we talking about? What's the makeup of these pupils? What's the makeup? What's the demographic of the, of these pupils? Where do they come from? Right. I'm, 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 I know that's, 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 that's low hanging fruit to sound racist, but I mean, seriously, where, what are we talking about? You know, I, I honestly, I want to know, um, where can I find this information? Where can I find this information? Is it located at the state board with these people that they're talking about where the state is going to be administered by that approved this assessment test? Is that who, that's where I get this information from about the, uh, the, 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 uh, dynamics and the demographics of, of these, uh, these percentage of pupils moving on to C, uh, this is underlined and I don't know why, uh, this percentage of pupils who have successfully completed courses that satisfy the requirements. Sounds like um, C or B, but C goes on. They're not talking about UC or, uh, or a state. They're talking about career technical education sequences or programs of study that align with the state board approved. There goes that board again, approved career technical education standards and frameworks, including, but not limited to including, but not limited to those described in subsect subdivision, a of subsection 52302 and subdivision section 52372, paragraph two of subdivision E of section 54692. Uh, I will do the work for you on that one. That one is uh, the general requirements uh, associated with the career technical education pathway programs uh, where you can basically, you know, that's uh, for us layman's. That's remember back in the day when we had woodworking class or, or metal clap or auto work or, uh, you know, whatever other extra classes you did, uh, auto shop, wood shop, uh, metal, you know, the other stuff. That's what that's pertaining to. So B, you're talking about the college path requirements. And then C, you're talking about um, the trade 
requirements. Again, who 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 made these requirements? Is it again this this uh, mysterious um, board uh, that uh, is representing the state of California's education department? Okay. Um, D goes on to say the percentage of pupils who have successfully completed both types of courses described in B and C. Uh, so again, they're taking, now they're adding both of those together, college and trade, uh, with a percentage of pupils who have completed, uh, uh, both of those. So again, I just want to know where's these pupils, what do these pupils look like? What are they, where do they come from? Okay. Uh, because if, again, if, if we're going to, if this, if this LCAP is designed to help certain people, but they're, they're basing these administrative, uh, uh, uh standards on a whole different demographic, then is it even fair? Is it even useful? It says local control and accountability plan. Who's accountable to make sure that this is the actual uh, uh, standardized assessment test, um, if you're basing it on that? And here we go now, you know, again, um, we, we're going to move in to E, which the percentage of English learner pupils who make progress towards English proficiency as measured by English language proficiency assessments for California or any subsequent assessment of English proficiency as certified by the state board. Man, that's so complex to me because as I stated when this show started about the state of California allowing students to graduate, and I'm putting that in question marks or, or what, uh, quotation marks, air quotes, um, that they uh, left high school with a proficiency rate of less than 55% in math and English. So if, now again, that's that's crazy because that group of 55, that's encompassing all students, all students. If you bring those those demographics down to just black and Latino, you will see those numbers go down to 33 percent, 33 percent proficient in math and English. That means you only know you only you only comprehended 33 percent of 100 percent of of English that was taught to you. You can't tell me that's if you can't tell me that that's a student's fault. I'm sorry, you can't do it. But now, if we're if we're going off of that, and now this percentage of English learner pupils, that's a whole different dynamic. That's a whole different subgroup. Um, and we want to make sure that they're they're making progress. What progress? What 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 are we measuring this progress on? What does this progress look like to become English proficient? Because I got to assume in there. Of those children that graduated with less than 55%, some of them had to be English learners. Did they make any progress? It, it, I can't see how those numbers add up to something that's, that, that's, that's, um, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? That's just improvement. <laughs> Shit, improvement. Okay. Um, and that's a long, as measured by the English language proficiency assessment for California. Who made that up? Who made up the English language proficiency assessment? Who? Are we basing this English language proficiency assessment on white people and the way they talk? On Catholic people, the way they talk? On Christians, the way they talk? Or did we bother to incorporate are English learners who come from a different country. That's two big di different things. What are we basing this on? That, that probably says a lot about that 55%. 55% <laughs> proficiency rate. Right? Come on, man. 
Um, and now that so that was E. F goes on to just uh, dive deeper into the English learner reclassification rate. So now they're saying that 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 follows E. Now remember, E says the percentage of English learner pupils who make progress toward English proficiency. F goes says or F says the English learner reclassification rate. So at some point in time, they're assuming that you're going to be able to reclassify uh, reclassify an English learner as someone who is no longer an English learner who is proficient in English and no longer needs the resources that would that was afforded to become proficient in English. So what is that where's that classification rate at? What does it look like? Are we meeting that? Is is the is the is the county meeting that? Is the district meeting that? Is the school meeting that? Is the state meeting that? Where's that rate at? Um, G goes on to the percentage of pupils who have passed an advanced placement e examination with a score of three or higher. Now, this one I chuckled at, and it's probably going to be the last one because we're running out of time. But uh, the percentage of pupils who have passed an advanced placement examination with a score of high, three or higher. Well, I want to start with the score of three or higher. What's the highest score? What's the lowest score? What's the score based on? Where the hell is the test? What the hell? I mean, because three, I could give me a test. I bet I better be able to score a three. Uh, you, you, I, I thought you, you used to get like 10 points for putting your name on the paper. You get 10 points for putting your name on the paper. But this one, you just need a score of three or higher. Score a three or higher and what? And, and it killed it. Advanced placement examination. I, I, how can advanced be even used here? If, if we're talking about students, because the local control accountability plan is designed for low income, uh, houseless English learners, um, I'm, I'm lost. Why would we have an advanced placement examination? Couldn't we just have a placement examination? I, I, I just I, maybe I'm, I'm missing something here. Then it goes back to, again to the pupils, the percentage of pupils who have passed an advanced placement examination. Did, did was anybody a student not in the LCAP who falls under the umbrella of LCAP part of this percentage of pupils who have passed an advanced placement examination? That shit is confusing. Who, who I mean that that whole number G is or letter G is confusing. We, we got to figure this one out. The percentage of pupils I don't know who those are passed an advanced placement examination. Who passed it? What place? What does it look like? Was it entail? Who issued it? When was it issued? <sighs> We're going to finish with H. We're going to finish with H. Because this all falls under pu uh, pupil achievement. We talked about assessments. We talked about percentage of pupils, successfully completing uh, the courses for college or trade. We talked about being proficient in English. H finish ups with the percentage of pupils who demonstrate college preparedness pursuant to the early assessment program as described in chapter six, commencing with section 99300 of part 65 of division 14 of title three or any sub subsequent assessment of college preparedness. <sighs> the percentage of pupils who demonstrate college preparedness pursuant to the early assessment program as described in chapter six, commencing with section 99300 or part 65 of division 14 of title three or any subsequent assessment of college preparedness. I have no clue. I have to, but that, that, that sums up. This is, and this is pupil achievement. All of that, that I just read in that time is pupil achievement. The percentage of pupils who demonstrate college preparedness pursuant to the early assessment program. What's the, who created the early assessment program? 
as described, where, where's, where's part 65? What's division 14 of title three? Where the hell is this information? Someone help me. I'm trying to help you. Someone help me. Educator, someone on the state board, hit me up. Holla at your boy. I'm on Facebook at Wood Russell Jr. I'm on Twitter at Fit Real Estate Agent One. I'm on uh, IG at Smitty underscore uh, public underscore comment. Hit me up. Talk to me. Help me out with this so I can help the people. We, we're trying to engage ourselves. We're trying to be involved so we can change some of these things and make them better, make them more attainable for us, make them more um, um, inclusive for us. Because right now, it's just some words in the book. It's just some words on the website. It's just this phrase, LCAP, this acronym floating out there. And it's so damn confusing, we don't know how to utilize it. Who's accountable for this? Hey, Tony Thurman. Yeah, California superintendent of all the schools in the state of California. Tony Thurman, bro, hit me. If you know Tone, I call him Tone. If you know Tone, have Tone hit me up. Have Tone hit me up. Get him on the, tell him email. I tell him I emailed him a couple times. He know how to get at me. I'll buy him lunch. I'll buy him dinner. Hell, it don't even matter, man. I'm driving to you, okay? We got to get to the bottom of this. That's the show. You see how long this takes? Man, we're not even off the first page. Man, thank you for listening to me vent. I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's education. I hope it's positive. I hope it's motivating you to get involved and get engaged. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining Public Comment. I'm your boy, Smith. Hey, man, you know how? Go have a conversation with someone that don't look like you, don't sound like you. You might learn something. Until the next show, love somebody, love yourself, and grow better. Shout out, Bird. Hey. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. And we rolling that dope up again. Ready to go spin again. That bitch gon' do what she do. But she know a young nigga the man. And